Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Lifestyle and Fertility. My name, of course, remains Wana Wana. And um, on the show, you know, we always have very interesting celebrity guests. We'll have some fertility experts as well, and nutrition and fitness experts too, by Nordica Fertility Center. So you know what to do, right? Do not touch that dial because after the break, I will reveal our guest. Stay with us. You're listening to Lifestyle and Fertility right here on this station. Don't touch that dial. Hello and welcome back to Lifestyle and Fertility, brought to you, of course, by Nordica Fertility Center. This is the portion of the show where we have our celebrity guest in the studio and we have our first male on the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome Pastor Jay. Hey. Also known good? as Jimmy Udukoya. Thank you very much. What's up? How are welcome, you? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I feel pressured. First man on the show. Hopefully, I, <laughs> yeah, I Now, if people don't know, Pastor Jay is a pastor. Mm. He is also a musician. Mm. He's an actor. Mm. He is a speaker. You are many things. I try. You are many, you are many things, and you. I mean, I just keep seeing you popping up on different, different movies. Yeah. Lagos husbands yeah, or husbands of Lagos. <laughs> there are some other films as well. Yeah, and you're yeah. playing all these dynamic characters. Yeah, um, it's 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 been interesting. It's been fun. I just feel like you know what? If you've been blessed to do do it, you only live once, and then you know this is the best time to do everything you can. So. But how do you balance it all? Because you also still had like a, a teen church, church mm-hmm. as well. A youth church, Youth yeah. church, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. About 500 people and that's interesting. Um, I preach every Sunday. And so I, it's just about time management. And because I have flexibility of my time, I have to like schedule my time. So today I might be running my company and training. Tomorrow I might be doing uh, music or Wednesday I have to be on set. So I just have to literally schedule my life back to back. And you know it, it, it's, it's good. It keeps me busy. It keeps me on my feet. So I think it's very interesting that you talk about the fact that you pastor a, a youth church as well, which means you know a lot of young people. And I think that makes you in, in some way sort of voice for a new generation of, of young people and young men as mm, well. Mm. Um, this show is about health. It's about our lifestyles. also about fertility as well. Right. And when we think of fertility, you're also a dad. I am. Um, yes. And when we think of fertility, everyone always just kind of thinks of women. Right. Constantly. Um, and yeah. I, I want to know your thoughts on just that skewed... You know, yeah, definitely. There is that skewed imbalance. I think, you know, it always takes two to tango. And a lot of times we put the responsibility on the woman because if we're trying to get pregnant and she's not taking in, it's like, what's what's wrong? What aren't you doing? What did you do? What did you do? What aren't you doing? What have you done? Or, you know, we, 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 you know, you find out we're pregnant and you find out she's having a girl. It's like, wait, why? You know, and they get mad at them or you find out she's pregnant. It's like, but it takes two to tango. At the end of the day, you are involved in this process. At the end of the day, the gene, uh, the gender is determined by the male. Mm-hmm. You determine the gender of the child, not the woman. And you even go back when kings want daughters and they get mad at the woman. Like, how could you give me a daughter? I want an heir. And it's like, um, <laughs> sir, you are producing women. You know, the gender comes from you. So, I mean, I think men are very um, important in this process as well. And sometimes when you find that people aren't getting pregnant, they always automatically think it's the woman. And no one ever bothers to go get checked in terms of the amount. Do you have a low sperm count? Are you, are you, do you have viable sperm? And this is, this is real issues. And because of our ego and pride, no one ever wants to go and get checked out because you don't want to hear that, hey, you know, is the, you actually the problem? And if you actually looked at it from that perspective where it takes two, rather than put all that pressure on the woman because even in getting pregnant stress can be a big a big hindrance because people are so pressured and they can even hinder the process so yeah I think men play an active role as well so 
owning up, take the responsibility, and it's a shared, it's a shared way. Um, you know, saying saying that about you know men taking responsibility, we know like our father. You mentioned ego as well. We know like our father's generations, and we knew how that sort of. Um, stereotype of the African masculinity yeah. and male and how they all so it was quite a very egocentric generation definitely um, but sometimes some people might just say that it's not even changing with this generation so like for someone who who talks to young people who's also in the public eye as an actor as a, as a musician and specifically about this issue how do you think or what would you say to like young men and you know who are married and who probably need to go to the hospital get checked or are dealing with male infertility themselves, but also just dealing with it in the wrong way. What would you say to them? Um, you know, at the end of the day, and the truth is, you're right, I don't think that the ego has much changed because it's kind of how we define ourselves. Every man has ego and respect. The two big triggers or factors, ego and respect. Anything that touches their ego or touches their respect, a man's going to fight. But at the same time, if you're looking at the big picture, if your goal is to start a family and build a future with your intended spouse, you know, at the end of the day, you have to put the pride to the side. What do you want? Your pride or your future? Your pride or your family? You know, um, when you think about what's really important to you, if you find yourself in this process where you're trying to have a kid and it's not working or a baby and it's not happening, rather than shift the blame, there's, there's a bond that comes with being united as a team, as a couple. You say, what can we do? Okay, babe, let's go get checked together. You know, when you go get checked, I'll go get checked. Let's first try to identify what the problem is. Is it me or is it you? Or And when I say problem, I think that's even a harsh word, or, or what the issue is. Where Where is it coming from? Is it something that has to do with me or something that has to do with you? And you start there, you can first identify the problem before you try to get the solution. You go to a consultant or you go to a doctor, start asking you for the symptoms because they're trying to trace what, you know, where the problem is so when you go together and you start from there where it's like we're in this together you know um it starts from there and then obviously when whatever the case is if the problem is the man then okay you have to own you have to own that and i think when you are vulnerable enough to accept whatever it is you give room for your spouse to actually help you in that process because when you show her that you know what I'm putting the needs of our family before my ego and my pride and if I'm the problem you know what do I need to do if something that can be fixed then let's do it if unfortunately you don't you don't have that then okay what are the other options because if your goal is to start a family you're going to do whatever it takes to to make that happen so i think you know set aside ego set aside your pride and ask yourself what's really important to me my my family my wife our future we want to have children if that's important then your ego and your pride has to take a back seat and you have to do whatever is necessary society also sets sets it up this way where women are seen as the talkative so in some way they they talk about their problems right from, from time you're sort of encouraged to discuss your problems right but for a man it's like you know you hold it all in you're True. Be a, you know, that, that phrase be a be, man, be a man. And, I, and i say yeah. it in quotes yeah. Yeah. um i want to just ask you from like a personal perspective amongst mm. like your group of friends or the people that you interact with mm. is you know fertility something that that comes up especially for the young men who are married is are these conversations they have because women talk about it all the time mm. whether if they're having challenges having a baby if they've had a miscarriage or whatever it is that like women discuss it amongst themselves do men actually even talk about this thing at all <laughs> you know now that you ask i'm thinking and, and I, I i don't think that they, we do you know i think it's more like okay wife's pregnant Okay, cool. Right, exactly. Or okay, now we're trying to have a baby. 
oh okay cool we're, we're trying and, and that's it we're trying and, yeah, and, until, and we're trying to sort of code for yeah. we're, we're having a challenge yeah, right yeah like we're trying we're actively trying to have a baby it's like oh okay and it's like oh, okay so have you get have you got you know gotten checked you know it's like yeah we've gone here but like, oh, okay but if you don't probe you know they're definitely going to keep it to themselves because like you said we've, we've been brought up in a way where men are not allowed to share their emotions and talk about how they feel be a man keep it in with space to discuss it i definitely agree absolutely um some, something else that's really interesting as well is is also the fact that and i think this is just a general cultural thing we don't ever check anything or take our health seriously until something, something happens. happens yep yep absolutely. and, and, and i think even yeah. worse worse so for men yeah because i think with a woman you know you miss your period you you go to the doctor yeah. you, you know yeah. you're having kind of cramps that you're not supposed to have something is just off you go right um but i think with men it's just like it's not something that occurs to them and, nope. and how dangerous would you would you sort of think this you know I think to answer that question in terms of perspective I, I, I heard this analogy and I think it's apt and I was asked the question one time and I was told what if you run a generator right and you let it run for one month or one day without stopping that's a lot of work then imagine if you let it run for one month what will happen or one year non-stop a generator is running one year non-stop and then you let it go for two years and five years and six years and everybody's thinking how do you let it obviously the generator will break down and then i would then i heard the person go well there's a machine that works constantly day in day night no stops no servicing and that's your heart pumping and beating and working and it's supposed to work for 80 90 years straight and if you don't do what it needs to maintain it and keep it healthy and keep it then it's going to break down and i was like oh my god wow okay um this is something that i need to do i need to be intentional about being in the best shape of my life mind body soul and spirit you know a lot of people we we focus on building the um external and we don't focus on taking care of our internals you know we make sure okay fine we look good put on the makeup we get a haircut but then we, we eat we don't eat right we don't take vitamins we don't do vegetables we don't so our insides looking and then and then we we don't we cut our life expectancy you know because i mean people life expectancy keeps decreasing and because we live in a generation where we're getting more information it should be going the opposite where people are getting more healthy you know I, i mean now it's happening the health consciousness is coming but um for me i think it's important for me because i want to be around for my kid i want to be around for for my wife and and to be the best me i can be so it keeps pushing me and so i, I mean i go to the gym and i'll tell you what it's not easy you know because sometimes you know you're asking yourself why am i doing this exactly you know like you know and it's not easy and it's something they have to do over and over again but you're thinking the big picture and, and what's driving you and that's to be healthy in the best state of mind you know for you for yourself for me for myself and for my family so that, that, that that's what keeps me good doing it you know and my wife helps as well she's like no we're not doing red meat for this week I'm like what <laughs> say yeah nope we're just gonna be doing we're gonna be fish fish and chicken and she, I was like what oh, what she's like yes once a, once a week now it's like <laughs> no, but she's like no, you need to be like, healthy. Like no goofy for you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but I, I, I really don't eat all of that, so that's fine. But okay. when she comes with red meat, she's like, no, no steak. I was like, huh? <laughs> what? You know? But she's like, listen, I want you around for seventy, eighty years. You know? And Aww. so it's that consciousness of that. You know? So. I mean, that's no, but but tell me about it when you say it's not easy. I'm, I'm still nursing like a swollen ankle from my run on Monday, so you know. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We keep, we keep, we keep at it. Fatherhood. What has that experience been like for you? Oh my gosh! You know, it's a, it's crazy because before they come, you know, you're kind of like 
antsy and but when they come it's like you can't even remember what your life was like before they came but did you have any anxieties because I feel like people don't talk about the anxieties of becoming a parent and I think it's such an anxious experience it is because for me like for me I'm thinking oh my god first of all as a guy I'm thinking responsibility mm. oh lord school fees are coming oh god <laughs> at, at some point in time you know and I, to be honest I, I wanted a boy first because I just thought you know uh, you know, you want someone that's going to be an heir and that boy thing but now that I have a girl I think every guy should have a girl first it's 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 the it just, it just softens your heart I'm first. telling you I, I didn't know that I could love like this you know I mean it's a whole different experience I look at my daughter I'm like oh my god I'm like oh my god and now crazy story first time I met my father-in-law First time I ever saw him, I told him I was going to marry his daughter. We had the I want to marry your daughter conversation, which was just crazy. I never seen him. And I think to myself, if someone did that, I ain't seen you before you come talking about you. Know, like, are you, are you are you mental? Like, <laughs> who are you to come into? You know, there's that. This is my daughter. I mean, but it's amazing. I mean, I love her with everything that's in me. And um, she's, yeah. Oh, God, I can't, I can't describe it. It's like, if I don't do anything else... And this is all I've done in my life. I'm good. You know, she's, she's, yeah. She's, ugh. See, yeah, I'm gushing. Pastor Jimmy is, Pastor Jay is giving us a, what no, is like, our ovaries are now on fire. What is the meaning of this? Eh? What is, what is the meaning of this? I just love my daughter. Oh God, it's amazing. I love, I think every guy should have a daughter first. Let your boy can come after, mm. but that, and you know. But, do, I, but, but don't, don't you get scared? Because I, I have, I have met a, a couple of people who say, ha, uh, but just because of the way the world is and how it's it, it's can, it can be quite unfair to women, mm. they just feel like daughters are so precious. They're like, you know what? Let me just have a son so that he can handle. You know, I I, I do worry about mm. her heart getting broken. When people laugh about she's going to she's going to date, I'm like, hey, 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 stop it! Like, I don't don't yeah, tell you, me you're ready for your you have your shotgun ready. I'm, I'm literally. <laughs> Not not figuratively, literally. Okay, yeah, like, I, I'm not playing. I, I'm just like, thinking of of you as this this father with oh, a machete, oh a gun, God. and then when the president comes, like, hi, I'm looking for. What do you want? So yeah, which of them choose one first? Ask my sister. She'll tell you I did that to her boyfriend, like my younger <laughs> sister. Like I don't play. But here's the thing, and I'm thinking, at what point in time she's going to get married? And and I worry. Like literally, I start sweating when I think about. It. It's like, oh my God. Like, what if she gets a heartbroken? What if you know and everything you just wants to protect her and make sure that nothing ever you know and I knew I'd become a father one time when um, I was watching um, that mental process I think before my baby came I was watching the show and it was a show of this guy and his daughter and they showed her um, growing up you know taking her to school and A, B and C and they lived like in the ghetto in the States and she was in high school talking about prom my first prom and they were talking and there was some shot that went off and they all docked to the floor because they were in the you know in a violent part of the hood or whatever and when he got back up to stand up he realized that his daughter had been shot and she's bleeding out and he's holding her and he's like trying to console her that she's going to be okay and and I said, I get teary. I was like, oh no! <laughs> no! And my daughter had to recover. I was like, oh my God, you know? So that, so that was when fatherhood was I was like, oh my God. Like, I, I, I don't, movie, why am I tearing up for a movie? You know? But <laughs> yeah, that scene, no, yeah, that scene just got me. I was like, oh no, I've mentally shifted. Like, I'm a daddy now. Like, I have a baby coming. Oh, you wow. know? oh but, see, I said, Pastor Jay, our office are on fire just listening oh, to you. So what do you have coming up? What are you working on that you want to share with us? Oh my god. Um in, in what in what area? 
music acting okay film, let's let's start with music series. yeah music i have a video dropping with links um called attention probably should be out if not end of this month then probably first week in february um acting i have a movie guy man coming out this year i have um there's this movie we shot with um desmond um jackie appia attention should be coming out this year as well husbands of lagos season okay, three is coming out this year as well um what else did we do um giddy up season three. Oh, you oh, I, I was i was a giddy up yeah i had i had oh, i had the parents uh parents in that as well so that should be coming up as well what else did i do um there's uh, two movies that i should be doing wow. in february for okay pastor jay zuki right so let's 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 just right but uh, amongst other things you know so we, we, we just keep working and um yeah god's helping us so, yeah. that's awesome yeah. uh thank you to pastor jake for coming on the show thank today thank you so much for having me we will go for a break when we come back of course we have dr ajayi from nordica fertility center with us stay tuned you're listening to lifestyle and fertility right here on this station don't touch that dial Welcome back. It is your lifestyle, your fertility with me, Wanawana, right here on this station. And you guys know this by now, no? <laughs> Dr. Bayomiyajai of Nautica Fertility Center is here with us. Welcome, Good. welcome, welcome back. Thank you very much, Wana. As always. Today, hmm, I want to talk about male infertility. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the emphasis is too much on women. I know. As we say, Kilo Day, is you, are we the only ones? <laughs> You know, the emphasis is constantly on, on the women and and um, at the detriment of a lot of men who would have, you know, helped themselves or sorted mm. themselves out mm. or gone through medical intervention. Yeah. Let us discuss male infertility. Mm. Um, I mean, I just want you to give me... I don't even want to start asking any questions. Just, yeah. just start from the beginning. Okay. Okay. Well, m- male infertility is when the man is responsible in a union and... Um, in other words, the man is not able to impregnate his wife or like somebody corrected me or any other woman. <laughs> I, I'm, I, this is where I want to bring my whip out to smack you, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I, I defined male infertility for a lady and she said, and any other woman. I said, okay, wow. fine. Wow. Okay. 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 Now, this is very common. And uh, in about 50% of the time, the man is either directly responsible or contributing to infertility. So it's as common as female infertility. And um, the, 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 the way this shows is not in inability to have intercourse. Because that's one of the problems that I, I get asked all the time. People always confuse fertility with virility. Mm, I was going to say that the difference between infertility and erectile dysfunction, they're two different things. They're two different things. A man can be able to fire and do everything (laughs) and be firing blanks. Okay. Yeah, when a man can't fire also, he might have goosebump. So the, the treatment might be different for the two of them. So we need to differentiate between these two. Now, what we're talking about essentially is that the man everything is okay, appears to be okay. And that's one of the problems that we have sometimes. Men don't know on time that there's a problem. Because, and then as they grow up, maybe one person somewhere said, I'm pregnant for you. So it becomes a little bit more confusing. 
But the truth is that the only way to diagnose male infertility is by having a sperm test. Because the way, the commonest way this exhibits itself is abnormality in the sperm parameter. So that usually the count is low. Sometimes it could be that the motility is bad. Sometimes it could be abnormal forms. Okay. And so the, the treatment might be different. For example, somebody called me a few days ago and told me that the husband from France, that the husband produces uh, 10 million sperms, but none is moving. So that's a little bit different from low sperm count that we say. So, but all of them still are part and parcel of male infertility. Now, when the what we say sometimes that when there are grades of male factor, when it is severe, when the sperm count is below five million, is an opportunity for us also to look at the warehouse where the where the or the factory where the uh, sperm are produced, the testes. Because we've seen that sometimes this might just be the testes crying out for help. There could be a tumor growing there. It's not very common, but once in a while, when you pick it up, it's a lifesaver. So, when the sperm count is very low, what we also recommend is that probably, if possible, you should have an ultrasound scan of the testes to be able to pick up some of these small tumors. But it's not every time that you pick up a tumor, but if you do, then you're lucky. So what we do most of the time is to see how we can treat this. Now, the bad part of it is that there are no drugs to treat low sperm count as of 2016. There is a lot of work going on on some food supplements. But right now, it's not known to be something that will work all the time when you have low sperm count. So the surgery also, you know, most of the time we look at it from drug, surgery, and assisted conception when we're talking about fertility. For surgery, very few people will benefit from surgery. Okay, and ex- the usually what we talk about varicoselectomy, that's to remove varicose, which is like the worms in the in the testes, but this is the jury is still out on this because sometimes this the spam can goes up after that and then it comes down, but the function most of the time is depressed. So, what we think is that assisted conception is still the most sensible thing to do when you are when you're faced with male factor infertility, and the variant of assisted conception is what we call ICSI or intracytoplasmic sperm injection, which means that during IVF, the embryologist takes one sperm cell and injects into the egg. Because what is wrong with the sperm is that most of the time the sperm cannot, on their own, fertilize the egg. So the embryologist has to inject the sperm into the egg. And that makes uh, all the difference. And but now we also see, you know, when we started that, that I think that was in 1990 that we started doing ICSI. We saw that uh, our results were such that we had a lot of pregnancies, but we had a lot of miscarriage because we s- discovered that we were injecting abnormal sperm cells into the egg, and therefore the woman gets pregnant, but the pregnancy is not normal and it burns out quickly. 
So there were a lot of miscarriages. So in 2004, a gentleman, an Israeli gentleman, also worked out something that we now call IMSI, which is different, a little bit different from ICSI. In ICSI, we just look at the spam sample under the microscope times 200 or times 400 magnification. But in IMSI, we are magnified to about 7,000. So it's like you're able to see the spam, all the parts of the spam cell. So, and what we saw was frightening because we saw that a lot of the spam cells that we were using actually had holes in their heads and all. They were looking very funny. And therefore now for spam selection, we're able to use IMSI to select better spam cells. But knowledge has even advanced beyond that. We now know that again that Sometimes, because you know what you're looking at is the appearance of the spam, even under the microscope, that sometimes when the spam count is low, most times, when the spam count is low, you, are, you have a lot of abnormal spam cells. What we were, saying, what we were able to differentiate from IMC or XC was the appearance. But now, we now can differentiate even the genes of the the ones that are not normal functionally, we can differentiate them. We can even differentiate with technology now even the genes, the ones that are abnormal with their genes so that they don't transfer abnormal genes to... Because we have seen that the most important thing is that the embryo that is formed from the union of the sperm and the egg should be genetically normal. So, so there's, there's a lot of advancements. I mean, let, let's go on to... I know I'm going back here, but the causes, we've, I mean, we've all heard stories about you know childhood mumps and yeah. how that affects um, male, uh, male fertility uh, we've also heard about certain um, other um, sexual sex, sexual testes. illnesses yeah. that you know that um, um, sexual diseases that that cause mm. that go untreated and mm-hmm. then cause mm-hmm. um, infant, male infertility I want you to talk a bit more about those and the science behind it especially with things like you know sexually transmitted mm-hmm. um, infections okay now just like you said improperly treated sexually transmitted infection. What they do, especially gonorrhea and uh, there is uh, chlamydia also, what they do is that they go specifically for the tube that, is carry, that carries the sperm cell from the testes to the urethra and um, to, to, to the meatus, the, the urethra. They go for it and actually block it. So what you have is that you can continue to have production of sperm cells from the testes but they won't get to where they're supposed to get to. It's like the conveyor belt being broken in the middle so they, they just don't get there. So that's how usually and that's why it's very difficult to treat them because uh, many years ago because sometimes also it becomes very bad that it's not only sperm that will not be able to go. Urine also will not be able to go sometimes. So it can really be a shame sometimes. So, But what we're dealing with is male factor so uh, but now, once you're producing spam cells in your testes, we can go to your testes and bring out the spam cells and use for IVF. So we can use for ICSI with what we call TISA. So there's so many things that we are able to do now so that, you know, men with spam count of about 300,000 are able to father children now with 10,000 spam cells. They're able to father children now. So, and we can also do, you know, to be able to screen out the genes from these sperm cells and see the ones that are normal. I was going to ask you so many more questions, but we have run out of time. 
<laughs> so we might have to keep those questions for another day for another topic. Yeah, maybe we'll be able to discuss them when we're talking about myth or male factor. Yes. Okay. Part two. Thank you so much for coming. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Stay with us. You're listening to Lifestyle and Fertility right here on this station. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back to the show. I know it's the end. It's the end. I remain yours truly and faithfully, Miss Wanawana. Um, of course, um, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can reach us at Nordica Facility Center, Abuja, number 27, Queen Elizabeth Street, off Yakubu Gowan Crescent, by Aso Gate Villa, off JF Kennedy Street, Aso Koro, Abuja. Numbers to call 014667360 or 0702627755. Please follow us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash Nordica Lagos. You can always tweet at us at Nordica Lagos. Um, you can send in an email to info at nordicalagos.org. You can always call us or send an SMS. And of course, you can check out our website for more information. It's www.nordicalagos.org. Peace, love, light, and lots of butterflies. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.